Podcast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So last week, in case you missed it, folks, we want you to really pay attention to our old friend Don Ecker. Now, Don Ecker is irrepressible. He's our favorite curmudgeon. And during the After the Paracast episode we did with him, I kind of thought for a second he was ready to just... You know, hang up the phone because I got him started because he had jumped into a political vent and I didn't really want to get into the politics of it. But anyway, he's fun to talk to. He's been doing it an awful long time and he's trying as best he can to get down to the mystery. But when we get into the political thing, and Randall, I know you're going to want to jump into this, and our guest this week, Stephen Williams, the ghost hunter from Memphis, will probably want to get involved. Of course, we know about the naval UFO sightings, the gun camera photos and all that stuff that's come out ever since we learned about the Pentagon UFO program and the association with the To The Stars Academy with Tom DeLong. I want to tell you this, by the way, before we go on with this. I have never, ever heard a Blink-182 recording. I know, Randall, you're a musician, so... I don't know if you care about that or not. I have never have. I have no idea what kind of music they do. Stephen Williams, have you ever heard Blink-182? I have not. Hey, Jets makes two of us. You, Randall? Oh, I've heard some of their stuff, but I don't own any of their stuff. They're, they're actually not too bad. I was, I was a little bit kind of like, I, I don't know, just standoffish about the whole Blink-182 thing. They're not really part of, of uh, I guess, my generation. They came a little bit later, but they're not bad. What kind of style is it? Uh, it? I guess it depends on which song you listen to. The best thing to do, really, if you if you want to check them out, just go Google them or look them up on YouTube and check them out that way. They're fairly heavy in, in their own way, but they okay. have a variety of styles that kind of fuse rock and rap and a bunch of other stuff. Oh, okay. You know, it's like kind of, okay, what is the Beatles style? And, you know, you think you know what it is. And then you listen to When I'm 64, All My Loving, and Helter Skelter. And within you and without you. And then I say, what is the Beatles style? But we don't want to get into that because we'll never have an answer. We want to talk to you about UFOs and the gun camera photos. Because a while back, I think a year or two back, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, who was then you know one of the many White House press secretaries, she was asked during one of those rare press briefings, if she had talked to President Trump about UFOs, and she said she hadn't, but she would, and she's long gone. And I think they've gone through one or two more. There's a story that came out with CNN, of course, Trump's favorite TV network, Laugh Laugh. He said this past Wednesday, called footage from the Pentagon showing unidentified aerial phenomena a hell of a video. And he told Reuters he wonders if it's real. Now, that kind of sort of surprises me, Randall. What do you think? Well, they did. Uh, recently, they did. The Defense Department did admit that these videos are real. And so up until now, we've known about them. We've seen them. And here I thought, oh, because when I first heard this news, I thought, oh, we've got something new. But that's not the case. But they did confirm that they are genuine films of, and that they also confirmed that they're They've got an ongoing investigation into, well, what they call an identified aerial phenomena. Maybe that made him 
take a little bit closer interest instead of just it being something out in the in the general public domain that's kind of considered a you know a little farther out there when your own administration says yeah they're real okay that's disclosure we can go home now well it is really it's it's partly disclosure i think we got a long way to go yet but uh it's something anyway Stephen, before I start asking you about Memphis Ghost investigations and Spirit Rescue and about Elvis, of course, which is an obvious question because of Memphis. Stephen, do you have any interest in particular in UFOs, UAOs, whatever? I would uh, love to see a UFO. And uh, many times I've been out late at night coming home from an investigation. Of course, I'm always scanning the skies, but hasn't happened to me yet. Uh, I do have some clients uh, that have had those experiences, so maybe it's in my future. Well, you seem to have been close to a lot of paranormal phenomena. So here's the silly question we're all going to ask, and I have to ask it at the beginning, because this way listeners don't have to wonder, is this something he's going to cover? Why wouldn't he? We think of Memphis, we think of one person. Obviously, there are other people in Memphis. I've been to Memphis. Believe me, it's not just this one person. But... Okay, I'm a rock and roller. Elvis. Yeah. Any connection between Elvis and ghosts and ghost hunting? Elvis left the building, but he came back. All right. By that, that, I mean, I've experienced the the spirit energy of Elvis at Graceland. I went there with a couple of medium friends of mine. I'll uh, explain a little bit later about how I experience uh, spirit energy, but uh, they both connected with him and had that experience. And also there was um, a case we worked uh, at a building kind of catty corner to Sun Studios where Elvis recorded back in the day. And there was a young guy that was sighted there that looked a whole lot like Elvis. And this uh, spirit would appear in uh, rolled up blue jeans and a T-shirt. And he always kind of uh, was down where all the ladies were congregated. I nicknamed that guy the Hound Dog. He did interact with me one night when I was down there and spent the night alone. Our memories of Elvis weren't so friendly because it looked like in his last years he really puffed up quite a bit. He was a pretty slim guy when he was younger. In his last couple of years, you see these Las Vegas photos where he really, really fills out that uniform, unfortunately. Yeah, I think he had a lot of health issues there towards the end. and I've read that he had struggles with uh, sleep, you know, trying to get enough sleep and sleep regularly. And his schedule just kind of um, messed with that. You know, I think he got off into pharmaceuticals too heavy and it really affected him weight wise in every way, too. Well, of course, we can always criticize Colonel Tom. It looks like a lot of these other rock artists were able to stay healthy, but that's not unusual. I mean, you go back to any of the major rock stars. And many of them had substance problems. I mean, go back to the Beatles. They were inhaling everything back in the 60s. And yeah, maybe Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, the famous John Lennon song, was not necessarily about LSD. At least he says that. You can bet he did take it at one time. So we assume Elvis being among those people, a musician, took things he should not have taken, which is sad. But let's get back to the presence of a spirit that may be the spirit of Elvis. How was this manifested? Let's go over the case histories. Okay. Well, I had a couple of friends that came into town. One is a a very uh, gifted medium from Jacksonville, Florida. Her name is Linda. And I met her down there in the St. Augustine area back in 2007. 
she was actually on one of the uh, paranormal shows. I think it was Psychic Kids back in the early days. And so she's a huge Elvis fan, and she wanted to go to Graceland. She'd never been. And we went. I don't know if you've ever been to Graceland, but uh, when you take the tour and you walk into the house, the first room that you come to is off to the right. Uh, there, there at the entrance, there's a big white piano that used to be in there. It's been a while since I've been at Graceland, but so um, I could I can feel the energy of spirit. So I could feel that there was a masculine energy around us. And then I kind of looked at out of the corner of my eye, and she was almost fainting. It, she was just trembling and looked like she's about to faint. And I said, "What happened?" And she said, "Well, he just came up and kissed me on the neck." So she's clairvoyant, and she can see. And so I trust her, her abilities, you know, greatly. So I feel like he comes and goes there probably, you know, I think spirits go to favorite places where they lived or performed or, you know, had connections. So I think that was his energy that was there that we experienced. Now we all know, of course, Elvis was a very, very religious person, sang religious songs too. We'll get into more of that in a moment. Stephen Williams is with us, our guest this week, and he's the founder of Memphis Ghost Investigations and Spirit Rescue. And I'm going to ask him about rescuing spirits and such. we got more to come with Gene and Randall. You're in the Paracast. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Oh, so you're wearing a mask every day now? Where are you getting them? The same website where I get my neck and body wraps, sunnybay.com. And they're handmade. Really? Just like their wraps in the USA. Oh, and good quality? Oh, very good. These are disposable face masks. And good price? That's the best part. I get a 10-pack for only $6. Wow. Yes, as a public service, we're now sourcing disposable face masks with level one protection at sunnybay.com. Get a 10-pack of high-quality, more breathable face masks, only $6. Our face masks are hypoallergenic. Latex-free and made for stress-free all-day wearing. Or choose our N95 respirator masks, two-pack for only $6. Supplies are limited, so place your order at sunny-bay.com, a Biomed DB design company right here in the USA. Go to sunny-bay.com and purchase your disposable face masks online. Ten masks for only $6. Just click sunny-bay.com. That's sunny-bay.com. 
Maybe not today. Maybe not tomorrow. But soon, you'll need a plan and place to survive. Forget bunkers. You're not a live underground gopher. You need survivalist camps. The ultimate fully functional, off-the-grid mobile survival bug out house that's well-equipped and custom-built to outlast any other RV or trailer. Bold statement? You bet. See them now at survivalistcamps.com. That's survivalistcamps.com. Trust your family's survival to survivalistcamps.com. The Hebo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. So it naturally has antifungal, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-infection, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. But maybe more importantly, the Hebo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea builds corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop, and cancer happens to die in oxygen. The tea is great for healthy people and can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The Hebo Tea Club's original Pure Pau de Arco Super Tea is only $34.95 plus shipping. Order now at ShopSuperTea.com or call 818-984-6100. That's ShopSuperTea.com or call 818-984-6100. ShopSuperTea.com. Cancer categorizes over 100 diseases. Though we do not diagnose, treat, or cure cancer, GCN team is offering the Clemson University study where there was up to a 95% reduction in cancerous cells when exposed to a plant-derived mineral supplement. If you or a loved one are searching for answers to this horrifying disease, come to GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. We'll email you a copy for free. That's 877-878-4203. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. So we know that Elvis was a pretty religious person. You know, he was a deep Christianity involved there. And you'd think then... This is why I always wonder about these ghost cases, Stephen Williams, is that that he would have gone to another place at the point of death. Why would he choose or why would we expect him to choose to hang around at Graceland? You're uh, kind of indicating that he never left or his energy was at the same vibration or frequency when he passed. But what happens in my experience with spirits? Actually, the ones that we work with and try to help and try to rescue are the ones that we call earthbounds. So they're at a lower vibration, lower frequency. And then once we help them connect uh, with loved ones or spirits on the other side, they make a transition and their vibration raises. And at that point, it's like there's a wormhole or a portal or something that they're able to travel back and forth. So when we encountered Elvis's spirit energy at Graceland, he was in that um, transition state. He was not earthbound. So he had left. The way I understand the way it works is the way the spirits tell us, the ones that are crossed over is, you know, they can come and go as they wish. So they'll, you know, they'll come be around their family members and, and watch over them and, you know, visit places they liked and so forth. I'd like to know, I'd like to go way back with you and ask how were you first exposed to the idea 
that there's an afterlife? Well, originally, you uh, early on in this interview, you called me a ghost hunter, but actually, uh, that's kind of where I started. I started looking for you know proof that there's an afterlife. So actually, it started for me on a ghost tour down in St. Augustine, Florida, back in 2002. Uh, I, actually, I'd like to go even further back than that. Like, oh, okay. at, at, at some point, we all get an idea that there's these things called ghosts or spirits or, or whatever they may be. And I'm just wondering when that first happened to you. Okay. Uh, my earliest experience that I can remember, I've never, I never saw a ghost or anything or experienced that kind of uh, energy when I was young. But when I was about 10 years old, I, I loved to climb trees. And I was in the top of a tree one time, just sitting up there and doing something and leaned back and a limb broke. And I fell out backwards about 50 feet from the ground. And somehow, on the way down, there was a little small sapling that was growing up beside this big tree. Somehow, that sapling was placed into my hands, and as it bent over, it lowered me to the ground, where I was only about a foot or two off the ground, hanging onto this thing. So, it was a, a quite a shocking experience. And then I just remember thinking, and I started laughing. I just remember thinking, okay, that was an angel that did that, a guardian angel saved me because, you know, I should not be talking to you right now. I should have probably broken my back or my neck from having that experience. But it was just amazing how it happened. And I had no expl explanation for it because I did not see that sapling or uh, have a way to grab it. It was really placed in my hand. So that was, I think, my first indication that there was a spirit world around us. I was raised Southern Baptist. So, you know, we we heard about angels and demons and so forth at church, but uh, that was kind of a personal experience for me, and it kind of made me feel like there was more out there than than meets the eye. Oh, okay. That's pretty common, I think, for people to become sort of indoctrinated into it or at least exposed to the idea that there is some sort of afterlife uh, through church. And then they go on to have different experiences that that in their minds confirm that. Uh, when did you first realize that you had an awareness that these spirits were around you or around at all, for that matter? Well, once I, um, I, I went on that ghost tour and I took a couple of pictures and found a little group here in the Memphis area called the Ghost Talkers of West Tennessee. It was just two ladies. So I sent those pictures to them. They debunked them. But I was really intrigued at that point and got a recorder and started trying to uh, go to a little local cemetery and record EVPs. And I finally did that uh, within a couple of weeks. And then they asked me to join up with them. So we started going into houses fairly quickly, residential uh, investigations. And I would have all kinds of things happen around me. Uh, stereos would turn on and off. Uh, one time we were in a house and something hit the refrigerator so hard, all the magnets flew off of it. So I had all this phenomenon going on around me, uh, and I just I kept trying to come up with some kind of rational explanation for it because I was very very skeptical in the uh, beginning. And then about, so how, about how old were you? This, if you don't mind me asking, uh, at that was, point. Oh, this was when I was uh, an adult. I mean, this was years and years after you know I had the first like experience. Twenties or? Oh no no, uh, you know, fully grown adult. So. So thirties, uh, like in your thirties or no, more like my fifties. 
Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. oh, you, so we had a long, it was a, a long, long period where I was oh. not involved in it or interested in it, or I guess, you know, busy raising a family and that type of thing and career. So yeah, it came late for me. And okay. um, actually I was not able to sense energy uh, where I was aware of it uh, for, you know, years and years. And that developed later. But uh, about three years into my investigation work, we were in a theater in a little town north of Memphis. And we had gone in there, our little group had gone in there, and a couple of ladies had recorded a uh, about a 20-second EVP of this little girl. And she was basically complaining, I think, that we were there. It was kind of a, it almost sounded like she was saying, they're laughing at me, they're talking about me, and that kind of thing. She was kind of a sing-song voice that she was uh, using. And so we went back a couple of weeks after that. I took, I got the idea to take some period music because uh, she was seen like in Victorian clothing, people that had experienced her energy. And she spoke out loud in that balcony of that theater, and all of us heard that. So that was that was basically the proof I'd been looking for, you know, that there was actually something out there. And there was no denying it after that. So uh, that was the night I became a true believer. You got starved this rather late in life compared to lots of people. I mean, some of us got started with some kind of paranormal thing going on since mm-hmm. we were, I don't know, probably teenagers or before. I got started chasing after UFOs at 11. Randall had some early experiences, but your childhood was trouble-free or experience-free? Uh, the only other thing that happened to me a uh, couple of couple of years after that tree climbing experience, I was at the kitchen table I, uh, late one night studying, and I had a spontaneous out of body experience where, I mean, I was up at the ceiling looking down at my body, and that just really scared the heck out of me. So I think for years and years I shut down um, after that experience. That that was uh, really disturbing to me. And I didn't know if it might happen to me again. So I think that's probably one reason I shied away from everything for so long. We've got Stephen Williams of Memphis Ghost Investigations and Spirit Rescue talking about his background and his paranormal experiences. I'm going to ask a few more questions about that as we progress and talk about the work of the organization with Gene and Randall. You're in the Paracast. Visit GCNlive.com today. Are you afraid to go to the mailbox because of letter after letter from the IRS? Are they stacking on more and more penalties and interest? By now, you know the problem won't go away on its own. Don't let the IRS chase you to your grave with penalties and interest and liens and levies. You need real help now. I'm Dan Pilla. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I helped thousands of people solve tax problems they thought couldn't be solved. I can help you too. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. Houseflies defecate every four to five minutes, spreading diseases and germs. Protect your food and your health with Bug Assault, a miniaturized shotgun, which utilizes ordinary table salt as ammunition. Non-toxic, no batteries required, only $39.95. Use discount code GCN and get an extra 10% off your purchase at BugAssault.com. 
fire your fly swatter. Get your bug assault today. USA Radio News with John Hunt. Joe Biden, the apparent Democratic nominee for president, denied a former staffer's claim of sexual assault and called for the release of any potential records related to the allegation except those at the University of Delaware. No, it is not true. I'm saying unequivocally, it never, never happened. And it didn't. It never happened. In a written statement issued just before the interview, Biden called the allegations, quote, complicated and said women deserve to be treated with dignity and respect. Believing women means taking the woman's claim seriously when she steps forward and, and then vet it, look into it. This, this, that, that's true in this case as well. The former staffer, Tara Reid, has asserted in numerous media interviews that she's filed personnel complaints with the Senate alleging she faced harassment in Biden's office. This is USA Radio News. Bags under the eyes, crow's feet, fine lines and wrinkles are things adults complain about as they age. Now, there's Instantly Ageless. It works in minutes and is great for men and women. Here's Dr. Sonia Bacha on The Doctors. So this is a product we're going to see if it works. It's called Instantly Ageless. And the idea is that it works very quickly. Is you just need a very small amount. And then you apply it to areas where you might be a little bit puffy. I have just looked at what's in this product. And one of them is something called Argyroline, which is sort of a darling in Germany right now. It's a peptide or a protein that actually relaxes the muscle. It's also called Botox in a bottle. The other active ingredient in this is silicates, which are almost act like a clay. They're minerals, and they're making the skin sort of tighter. It's actually increasing the surface tension on the skin to push that herniated fat pad back. Try Instantly Ageless today at GCNLife.com. That's GCNLife.com. 30-day money-back guarantee and preferred price discount at GCNLife.com. This is Big the Merciless. You are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio, exactly according to my plan. Okay, Stephen Williams, as you say, you kind of just shied away. I assume you have some kind of day job uh, that keeps you away from the paranormal? Yeah, I have actually worked two jobs. I'm a graphic designer by day. And then I'm a massage therapist in the evenings and on the weekends. The investigation work, you know, comes in wherever I have extra time. We've actually got a couple of investigations scheduled next month if our lockdown is lifted, as we hope, down here in Tennessee. But we've got a couple of uh, investigations scheduled about two or three weeks out. So we normally do this on Friday nights and Sunday nights. My team does. We've got the abilities and two abilities to go into a location uh, within an hour or two and complete our work. So it's not one of these situations where people take a lot of equipment in and they're in there for hours and hours or maybe overnight, that kind of thing. We're very efficient and quick in our work. I'd like to go go back a little bit further again, because I, and you'll have to forgive me about this, but I, I do find it very interesting how people become involved in these fields and, and where their beliefs and come from. In your case, you, you consider yourself to be a clairsentient. Describe that for the audience. Okay. 
So when I uh, started in investigation work, I relied completely on equipment, and I did not have any abilities uh, that I was aware of at that point. And I think it was maybe two years after I was in the work that I was sitting in the slave quarters of an antebellum home in a little town uh, east of Memphis. And suddenly I started feeling the sensation that felt like ants were crawling on my head, kind of a tingling type uh, feeling. I didn't know what it was. It pretty much uh, was there for, you know, an hour or something like that. Then it stopped. And I didn't understand it. The next time we went to a different location, it happened again. So I started looking, uh, you know, to, to friends and looking for a teacher maybe that could help me understand what that was. Then about 2007, I was introduced to my friend Linda that I mentioned earlier uh, down at a uh, conference that I was speaking at, a paranormal conference down in St. Augustine. She um, she was the one that introduced me to spirit rescue work by working with mediums like Linda. And I've actually been blessed to work with about a dozen mediums over the past 18 years. So I would go into a location and I would feel that tingling sensation. And I would say to my friend Linda or another medium I might be working with, and I would say, you know, do you see anyone here? And they would say, yeah, I see this. There's a guy over in the corner over there smoking a cigar. By their descriptions of what they saw and correlating that with what I was feeling, I've come to um, understand that if I feel this tingling sensation on the right side of my crown chakra area, it's masculine energy. If I feel on the left side, it's feminine. So I could walk into your houses, you know, if you guys were having spirit activity in your house and tell you uh, not only if the spirit that in a certain room is masculine or feminine, but I'm also able to, by how low or high that tingling sensation is on my crown chakra area, I can tell if that spirit is earthbound, if their vibration is low, or if it's someone who's crossed over. When I encountered the spirit of Elvis, his energy there at Graceland, you know, it was on the right side, it was very high up. So I knew that there was a male spirit there that was crossed over. And then by, um, Talking with Linda and and the other friend of mine, who's also a medium that was there, they both validated, you know, they actually saw him. So that's how it works for me. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. It's really quite, quite fascinating that people have these kinds of experiences. Uh, You work with two other people Mm -hmm. on your team, Kayla. She's a clairvoyant and clairaudience. Can you... Uh, explain those for our audience. Not, and, and you just have to sort of forgive us here because n- not all of us are familiar with these terms. It's kind of good for us to, to know what it is you're talking about when we say clairvoyant or clairaudient. So clairvoyant means clear seeing. So basically, uh, both Jennifer and Kayla, who are the two mediums that I work with, when we go into a location and there's a spirit there, they will be able to either see that spirit, um, you know, see an image of that spirit in their mind's eye, or they might see pictures that the spirit projects to them. A lot of times they will send symbols or or pictures um, describing their life or uh, their feelings or whatever. Uh, So that's clairvoyance. Clear audience is clear hearing. So they also are able to pick up sentences, words, sometimes complete dialogues. 
and I'm able to do that occasionally. I've I've actually had those experiences before. It's not a uh, constant stream for me. I'll I'll get a little bit here and there. What's interesting is when the three of us get together, we're kind of like a power trio. You know, like in religion, you've got the number three is really powerful and rock and roll combos. The number three is powerful. So when we get together, it's almost like we amp each other up. We kind of link together and we're um, our abilities are even enhanced when we're working together like that. So that's quite interesting and very helpful, too. That must be something that gives you guys a lot of well, it keeps you from getting bored. Let's put it that way. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, spirits are everywhere. I mean, they follow people. They're, they're attached to objects. Yeah, I might walk into a uh, antique store and feel someone there. Or I might go into Walmart and all of a sudden I'm shopping and not really paying attention. I'll feel someone, feel a spirit. And that's probably someone who is accompanying one of the um, shoppers in there. Maybe it's a loved one who's with that person. Could be a guide. You know, I can also feel the energy of guides and angelic type energy. I can also feel the dark stuff, darker energies too. So how does that manifest itself? Like that's, I mean, okay, I can sort of see how someone might be able to sense a presence of some kind. Mm -hmm. Even with everyday people, living people, we aren't really sure necessarily whether or not they're you know, like what you would say, dark or good or evil. The best, the best con artists are the ones who fool people into thinking they're perfectly normal, friendly people. How can you tell? Well, I think, you know, the guides that I work with have arranged for me to um, perceive this energy, like, you know, in certain areas around my crown chakra. So again, on the right side for me, it's masculine. Higher up, it's uh, someone who's crossed over. It might be a guide might be a master type energy. Uh, when I feel energies on the very top of my crown chakra, that's almost always like angelic type energies or archangel type energies that my medium friends are actually able to see that those energies. But when I feel it, you hear people say, well, it felt like something was crawling down the back of my neck. Well, maybe because I made that statement before at one point in my life, that's where they decided to allow me to perceive that energy. So, yeah, if I walk into a site and I feel that, if I feel like it's crawling down the back of my neck, that tingling sensation, I know exactly what's there. So it's and very handy. <laughs> what would that be? If Say, give us an example of what a, a dark energy would would be. Well, you know, it's uh, it could just be a person uh, who lived who is just a horrible, horrible person. You know, there's people out right now in, in this city I live in, and I'm sure in your cities, too, that you would not want to meet in a dark alley at night. You know, they're just bad people. So I think sometimes it's it's that. and But a lot of times I think it's something beyond that. It might be something that was never, you know, human at any point. It's just um, there. there's some strange energy out there. I'll just say that. There's also energies. I call them posers. I've run into this quite a few times where we'll go into a site and initially it feels like um, maybe a feminine energy. You get the impression it's a child and then all of a sudden it shifts and it starts crawling down the back of my neck. So um, sometimes these poser type energies, trickster type energies will try to manifest as something that's benign or, um, you know, something you I think most people might miss. 
Okay, Trickster, Trickster, more to come with Stephen Williams and Gene and Randall. You're in the Paracast. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill a minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right. We cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. Do you want to give you and your loved ones premium nutrition right now? Hi, I'm Jamil Bookaboo from TeamGaday.com and the GCN Longevity Health Team. Get your premium nutrition formulated by world-renowned naturopathic doctor, Dr. Joel Wallach at Wholesale, or also become a distributor and earn income while supporting this broadcast. Go to TeamGaday.com via the shopping cart or contact form, and I'll get back to you with support personally. That's TeamGaday.com with Longevity. TeamGaday.com. Stop aging now. Restore those joints. Boost your strength. Because it's official. Nutramedical has released the most exciting, powerful anti-aging supplement on the market. Dr. Bill Deagle's Red Deer Velvet DR has been approved by the U.S. Patent Office. Imagine stem cell rejuvenation all in one capsule without huge expense. Dr. Bill MD discovered that as an unborn baby grows in the mother's womb, he or she does not deteriorate or physically age. Red Deer Velvet DR, like the uterus, provides 300 biomolecules and six hormones protected in one special 
DR capsule that delivers lipid packages directly into your circulation. This patented technology bypasses the stomach and is released into the small bowel unaltered by digestive enzymes and stomach acid. Remember, Red Deer Velvet DR. Improve endurance, stimulate your immune system, increase learning ability, and even improve sexual libido with Red Deer Velvet DR. Click NutriMedical.com. That's N-U-T-R-I Medical.com. Or call toll-free 888-212-8871 and get on the road to a newer, rejuvenated, happier you. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. Marie D. Jones, the author of This Book is from the Future, and you are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Our former co-host, Christopher O'Brien, wrote that book, Stalking the Tricksters. So as soon as Stephen Williams mentioned that, I was thinking about that. But how do we know, Stephen, whether this is a trickster or what it pretends to be, something else. Well, again, in my experience, they're not able to hold that lighter appearance. You know, they might try to pass themselves off as something that they're not. But it always seems like, especially when you have uh, two or three people there whose vibration is very high, and that energy gets close to that high vibration, it's almost like it's repelled by it. And they're just not able to uh, hold that pseudo-type vibration impression that they're trying to project. In my experience, I've never been fooled by any of that. It's just something that you learn over time to fixate on a particular energy. To me, I I kind of fixate for at least 30 seconds or a minute uh, before I ever engage with, with any energies. So I want to be sure... Usually within that time frame, you know, if there's a shift, it's going to occur then. Your colleagues uh, with clairvoyance, are, would that ability also allow them to see people's auras? Auras? Yes. Yeah, they oh. can see energy. Mm-hmm. Okay, very. So they could potentially then uh, read a person's aura. And uh, there are some people that say that they can, from that, they can determine a person's health or how well they feel at the time that sort of thing yeah you know my understanding of auras is that they're ever-changing it's kind of like just a an impression of what your emotional spiritual mental condition is at any point in time so you know you might you might and i've seen auras myself um, but it's not something i can just turn on and turn off at will it just happens sometimes but 
you might look at someone, you might see a green aura around them. And as they, as they're, uh, they start thinking of something else or memory comes in or something like that, it might shift. So I do, I do have a friend here in Memphis who's a medium uh, who is able to look into energy fields and see if there's any disturbances. So sometimes she will advise people. She never makes a diagnosis. Nobody can do that, but she might advise someone, you know, Hey, you might want to go and, you know, go to your doctor and just get a checkup or something like that. This is almost like the spidey sense when you have these gifts and abilities, you know, it's a great responsibility and you got to be really, really careful about how you deliver the information to people because, you know, they might not take it in, in the way that you intended. Uh, they might, it might cause them to um, become anxious or something. So rather than tell someone, you know, she might be able to see that they've got a clot or maybe a small cancer or something. She will not say that. She will just tell them, you know, you might want to go and get a checkup. When it comes to um, working together as a team, do, do you guys ever uh, disagree on what's going on or is it something that you kind of always agree on what's going on? Well, the way that we work, when I, when I have a client contact me by email or phone, I will get in touch with them. I'll give them a call. And we never ask for specifics. We only ask for generality. So if they have seen, for instance, they've seen a, a child spirit, um, uh, a little boy uh, walking through the house, we don't want to know that. We just want to know if they feel like they've seen an apparition. If they've um, had experiences in a certain room of the house, we don't want to know where that is. So we go in without any specific information. And I never tell uh, Kayla or Jennifer anything. They go in completely cold and blind. They have zero information. The way we do this is we go in, um, and as soon as we get there, I, I'll uh, you know, talk with the client for a few minutes. While they get their notebooks out, and they already are making connections if there are any spirits there, and they'll start taking notes. And they do that independently of each other, so they're not comparing notes while we're on site. And I get impressions, too, so I don't write them down, but I just try to remember my feeling. And then uh, as we do our walkthrough, sometimes the client goes with us, and sometimes they don't. Uh, but if we're together without the client, then um, you know we'll talk about what we're feeling or, or whatever. But um, a lot of times we will not compare notes or, or do anything until the very end. And then we present those findings to the client, and they either validate it or say, you know, well, we haven't experienced that. But more often than not, um, what we get intuitively is exactly what they've experienced uh, in these hauntings that's very interesting yeah thanks for for sharing that with us mm -hmm. have you guys ever run into a situation where say one of you is seems to be very tuned into something but nobody else seems to be able to pick it up oh yeah uh, spirits are really selective about who they will um converse with or connect with uh, sometimes we'll go into a house, maybe uh, a Civil War era house, and there might be a gentleman spirit in there uh, that lived in the house during that time period. He will not talk to them because, you know, during the Civil War, uh, during that era, women were, were pretty much subservient in a lot of uh, men's eyes, uh, unfortunately. So he will, uh, that spirit might only converse with me. Now they hear what he's saying. 
So, um, you know, they're much more clairvoyant than I am. So they will relate to me what he says. And then I will, you know, respond through them. Um, so, yeah, they're they're selective about who they'll converse with. And I don't know if that's a, an energy match type thing or personality um, thing or whatever, but uh, it happens. What about these temperature shifts that that people like you know you'll hear well there's a cold draft in my house and people can't figure out where it's coming from or what it is so people you know sometimes you hear people say well you know this is because there's some spirit in the room that is draining your energy or something like this is there any truth to that sort of thing uh, the only experience I've ever had that uh, might lend some credence to that is uh, one night I spent the night alone in a house that uh, one of my clients was a rental house and they actually were driven out of the house and decided to leave. And I asked for permission to stay there one night and it was during a raging thunderstorm. And I um, was walking through the house. All of a sudden it felt like someone had just dumped a bathtub full of cold, ice cold water on me. And at the same time I looked over and there was a, a little girl looked like she's about six years old wearing a white dress. She ran past the door and giggled. And so, yeah, I think they can affect the environment around them. And because um, I had not seen her prior, it was not a reaction to me seeing her. It was actually maybe she drew energy from the environment around her to manifest enough for me to see her. I don't know exactly how it works, but yeah, I do feel like uh, they can create cold spots and um, all kinds of uh, sensations uh, bodily for people because you know I I do feel that tingling sensation so I know that's true. Well, I you know I know for our listeners out there on the Paracast that that when we get into talking about ghosts for for quite a few of our listeners that's getting way out on the fringe. Um, we typically focus on things like uh, alien visitation, which that's from a technical scientific standpoint there doesn't seem any to be any reason why there couldn't be such a thing with afterlives it's it's a lot more ethereal there's there's a lot less sort of reason for us to think that there even could be such a thing and yet people have these experiences uh i know i have seen an aura before in the past uh, I've seen what you guys would probably call a ghost and experienced what you guys would probably think of as a haunting. So I know that the phenomena exists from my own personal experience. Mm-hmm. And even if we haven't maybe had that kind of level of personal experience, I think that, you know, when you mentioned the dark alley thing, I think there are people who can sense danger. They don't necessarily know why. Everything might seem perfectly fine, and yet they know that they have to get out of the way or don't go there or something along those lines. So, and and people have had uh, dreams that foretold some of something that has sort of come true to them, like a portent of the future. So, you know, I'd just like to urge our listeners to be kind of open minded about this. If you're, if you're, not already into it because as much as as i personally don't think afterlives are possible i certainly don't dismiss that this phenomenon is going on you know before we get back into afterlives and everything i should remind our listeners that 
Randall did a newsletter column not so many weeks back on the Paracast newsletter to tell us more about it. We got more to come with Stephen, Gene, and Randall. You're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream, a dream that turns out to be a nightmare because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. If you have diabetes and you're on Medicare, Medicaid, or have private insurance, you may qualify for a new continuous glucose monitor. Managing your diabetes is crucial to your health. The new CGM can automatically and easily help you manage your diabetes more effectively. And by using a CGM, you can eliminate the one thing most people with diabetes dislike the most, finger sticks. Now you can automatically manage your diabetes and end the painful finger sticks. Solara Medical Supplies makes it simple for you to have a new CGM. We'll do all the insurance paperwork for you and deliver the newest in diabetic care technology right to your door. Take charge of your diabetes today with the help of a new continuous glucose monitor. Call now to learn more. 800-547-5331. 800-547-5331. 800-547-5331. 800-547-5331. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Paracast newsletter is a weekly publication we send out to our listeners. And if you go to our homepage, theparacast.com, there's a big bright or at least shaded coupon there to subscribe. You don't have to pay anything. It's free. If you don't like it, you can unsubscribe. So go to theparacast.com and order it. Stephen Williams, of course, is a ghost investigator from Memphis. We're talking about the various types of paranormal experiences that people have, and Randall was questioning him. I just had one little thing to ask you about, Stephen, and that is, have... People tried to put one over on you, try to fake it, Stephen Williams? I've had some situations where I think people were having uh, psychological issues and imagining things. I don't think it was intentional uh, that they were trying to do any tomfoolery or anything like that. They just, you know, they were sincere in what they were experiencing, but there was really nothing there. 
So yeah, I've run in a couple situations like that. So I'm blessed and my colleagues are blessed with the ability. We can actually, I can, if I call a client on the phone, I can tune in to the energy that's there. So this is all about energy and vibration. I mean, you know, everything around us is uh, energy and a, a certain uh, vibration, right? Light is vibrating at a much, much higher frequency than, than a wood um, table or something like that. So I'm actually able, when I talk to someone, to tune into the energy and see if there's anyone there. Not In the early days, I was not able to do that. So when I had a couple of situations where we went to houses and there was really nothing going on there, uh, I wasn't able to uh, discern that before we went. But now I am. And also, uh, another thing that's really interesting is that um, the Google cars have been around everywhere, and there's pretty much street views of any address in the U.S. So when someone emails us and we actually have people fill out a fairly detailed questionnaire, that's another way to weed out people that are not sincere. But I'm actually able to get a street view and send it to my colleagues, and then I'm also able to read off of it and tell if there's any spirit energies there. And how that is possible. The only way I can explain it is there's kind of an energetic connection uh, between us and that site. As we are talking right now on these devices we're holding in our hands uh, that are being all this information uh, that's in sound energy that's being created by our voices are being, you know, being by satellites here and there. So in a sense, it kind of is that same thing. We're able to tune into the, a certain frequency that most people aren't. Well, there's something going on. There, there's no question about it. Uh, what exactly is going on? That's that's a whole other question. But you know, maybe we can we'll get into a little deeper into that a little bit later. Like what kind of ideas or theories that you might have on on what actually is going on? But how about we go through maybe a couple of your favorite cases, like and how it is that you came to join up with Kayla and Jennifer as well on your team. Okay. Um, I think one of my favorite cases, uh, I call this the Henry house, and that was actually the house where I saw the little girl spirit. She uh, ran across the doorway there. That house was very interesting because we were contacted. This is before I was working with Kayla and Jennifer. This is, oh gosh, back in 2007 or somewhere like that. Contacted by a family who was uh, renting a house, and their little girl started, uh, who's about seven or eight years old, started talking about this little boy named Henry, who she would uh, see waiting for her at the back door every day when she came home from school. And she, when her mom asked her, what does Henry look like? She said, well, he, mommy's wearing capris, uh, which I had to look that up. I didn't know what a capris are, but they're like short, short pants. And so, actually, uh, this this was a, a boy from like the 1930s. When I took a medium friend over there, she connected with him. The description that she could see, the uh, appearance that she could see of him was uh, he was wearing, you know, those short pants from that time period. But that kid, he was amazing because every time um, I would take people from my day job, my graphic design job, over there. Um, he would uh, interact with the equipment. So I would carry an EMF meter in there with me, which measures electromagnetic fields. And I would um, ask questions and he would respond. He would make that meter light up or sound off. And then when I took 
children's songs from that time period and played that music for him, he just would make the meters go nuts. So he was there, had a lot of interaction with him, and he was drawing so much energy from that house. Their electric bill should have been maybe 150 or $200, and at one point it got up to like $1,200. Uh, so he was drawing, and they had you know people from the power company come out. They couldn't find any anything that was causing that. So he was drawing this tremendous amount of energy. He would slam doors. He would do this and that and move things. At that point, I did know how to rescue spirits. So I spent a lot of time uh, trying to counsel him and help him uh, let go and release and make that transition. But he never would. Now, the, the night that I spent. Uh, the uh, overnight there during that thunderstorm and saw that little girl, I was actually able to get her to come to me, uh, her spirit energy, and uh, was actually able to help her release. But the family moved out, of course, right before I spent the night there. And uh, the man who owned the property had a house up on the hill right behind it. So he, he uh, tore it down uh, because I, I guess it was just too much trouble. And was causing him too much uh, money and renovations and uh, utilities and so forth. So he tore it down. And I went out there one time about three or four months after that. And I had met a different medium at that point. And I didn't tell her anything about what had happened at this house. I just wanted to see what she could experience there. And so we stopped, we parked, we walked across the street, and the house was just a, a pile of rubble. They'd taken a bulldozer and bulldozed it down. And what was really interesting was on the top of the pile of rubble was a chair. And I said to her, do you see anybody around here? And she said, there's a little boy sitting in that chair. So that's one of my favorite. <laughs> I call it the Henry House. <laughs> that's that's pretty awesome. That that I get. I'm seeing a picture of that in my mind. I, that would make an awesome photo or album oh cover or something like that. Now, when yeah. you say we, now had you already um, connected with Kayla and Jennifer at that point, or how did you no, meet them? Here, here's my history. So I took those photos down the ghost tour. And then I met up with uh, a lady named Shelly Sullivan, a lady named Michelle King. And they had a little group called the Ghost Stalkers of West Tennessee. It was just two people. So they eventually asked me to join them. And we started going out to start in cemeteries, actually, because there was, you know, we just didn't have any credentials or anything. So we were exploring. And then we started getting some invitations to do residential investigations. So. Shelly was a very social person, and she just wanted to have a lot of people on the team, and it eventually got up to like eight people, which is way, way, way too many people to just, to do investigation work and get good evidence. Over time, those people dropped off, and then it was um, it came back down to me and one other person. And at that point, I met a medium, and um, the other person that was still left from that original team uh, he worked at the casinos down in Tunica, uh, south of Memphis, and so he was rarely available. So she and I really worked consistently together for about four years. And at that point, I changed the name of the group from the Ghost Stalkers of West Tennessee to Memphis Mid-South Ghost Hunters, because uh, that name really said a lot more about where we were and where we investigated. So that lasted 
uh, until about 2012. And then um, we parted ways. And another medium showed up named Stephanie. And she and I worked together, just the two of us, for, for quite a long while. We're going into the background of Stephen Williams' experience, getting yeah. involved in ghost investigations a lot more and a lot more case histories to come up. So you're with Gene, and you're with Randall and Stephen, of course. You're in The Paracast. We also have swag. You know, we have all these exclusive Paracast things that you can buy. We've got like, I guess, 60 or so different items and entails T-shirts, sleeves for notebook computers, iPad cases, mouse pads, the Paracast Jumbo tote bag, all sorts of T-shirts and jackets and stuff like that for men and women. We have a Paracast aluminum water bottle. All this stuff, you go to store.theparacast.com, store.theparacast.com. What makes it special is that the items are the best quality, you know, great T-shirts, fabrics, and they have our official logo on them. That's what makes them special in multiple sizes and colors. We even have stuff for children, stuff for women, stuff for men. We have all sorts of sizes, like small up to X large. A lot of good stuff. That's the swag from the Paracast. You go to store.theparacast.com, stop by, and take a shopping tour. Now with orders to stay at home, public health concerns, the reality of illness due to pathogens and viruses, your health is at an all-time high risk. That's why it's critical to take a proactive approach to boost your immune system. You can with new nano-colloidal silver from AmeriCare. Our patented process with tiny silver particles, one one-hundredth the size of a red blood cell, allows for maximum body absorption. AmeriCare's nano-colloidal silver effectively disinfects your body internally, attacking pathogens and viruses while supercharging your immune system. Colloidal silver is antibacterial and antiviral. Simply put, it prohibits bacterial respiration, suffocating viral cells, preventing the virus from replicating. And now, due to public health concern, AmeriCare is authorized to offer our lowest and best price ever, around a dollar a day, but supplies are limited. Purchase nano-colloidal silver now at immunesupportnow.com. That's immunesupportnow.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Supplies are limited. Join me, George Norrie, in Indian Wells, California, May 29th to June 1st for the Contact in the Desert UFO Conference, an epic weekend of exploration into UFOs, ancient civilizations, crop circles, and so much more. Over 150 lectures, panels, workshops, and events with leading experts Paul Hellyer, Linda Moulton Howe, Nick Pope, Emery Smith, Stephen Greer, Russell Targ, Doc Wallach, Leslie Kane, and more. Get your tickets at contactinthedesert.com. It's time to make contact, contactinthedesert.com. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control over your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may 
allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. Tax Mediation Services is accredited by the Better Business Bureau. Call now for a free case review and a price protection guaranteed quote. Call Tax Mediation Services now at 800-301-5435. That's 800-301-5435. Do you feel like many of us? All the distractions in the world taking our minds and focus off what really needs to get done day to day? Well, Jeunesse has a dietary supplement called Mind to help with mental distraction and it supports memory function. Go to GCNLife.com now to check it out. You're only at your best when your mind is at its best. Go to GCNLife.com or call toll free 844-443-6637. That's GCNLife.com or 844-443-6637. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Now, notice, Stephen Williams, that Randall is a bit spiritual himself. Okay. At least that voice, he develops this mysterious echo <laughs> that you can get for a buck, I think. It's a dollar for the uh, echo, Canadian, right? Uh, I, yeah, I would think that was about all, yeah, $1.99, maybe. Where in Canada? Oh, uh, the the dollar store? No, no, what oh, part ca- of Canada? Oh, I'm in Calgary. Okay. Uh, so. I've actually investigated in Canada in, in uh, Fort Niagara up there at one point. So I've been in Canada a few times uh, doing some investigation work. Oh yeah. There's some, there's some stuff that goes on up here for sure. I think we, I think we've got a ghost uh, hunting team here in Calgary. Well, definitely. I mean, they're up there all across. I think every province has got something in it that people who are into this or the paranormal will find really interesting for sure. Morgan Knudsen from Edmonton has been on our show a number of times. And uh, if you've never heard of her, you might want to check out a couple of our past episodes, uh, interviews with her. Really okay. interesting person. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I do want to clarify is uh, I am not a ghost hunter. I do not hunt people because in my mind, ghosts or spirits, I like to call them spirits rather than ghosts. There are people, they're just people without bodies. I do not hunt uh, people. I actually try to rescue these people, these souls. Early on, you know, I had to call the group uh, Ghost Hunter Memphis, Mid-South Ghost Hunters, because that's the way people look for you on the internet, unfortunately. So um, now it's called Memphis Ghost Investigations, uh, which I think really says a little bit more about what we're really about. And uh, I just don't like the term hunter. So, well, you know that's that's very kind of similar to the way that Morgan looks at it. In fact, she calls herself an entity seeker. There you go. And yeah. uh, and she feels much the same way. Her aim is to help people mm-hmm. uh, with their experiences, and she gets a lot of satisfaction out of uh, helping her clients to uh, deal with the experiences. I find that there's this sort of common thing with people who are involved in this kind of work, that they do get a sense of satisfaction out of helping in some way. Now, with with your uh, particular group, when you say rescue the spirits, I mean, you're not trying to bring them back to life here on this earth. You're trying to be able to, what exactly, give them the 
open the door to the next level, the right. next, we're, the next we're, realm? Or? We're kind of like spirit social services. So we, when we connect with the spirit energy in a home, we have the ability to hear their story. So there's a lot of counseling that's involved. There's a lot of psychology that's involved. And so what you want to do is you want to go in, you want to hear their story, you want to find out what's holding them here, what's holding them back. A lot of times they're uh, they're being grieved by a loved one uh, that doesn't want them to leave or, you know, is holding their energy close. Sometimes they're afraid of being punished because of what they've done here. Uh, sometimes they're so attached to the place they grew up, they don't want to give that up. So our goal is to find out what's holding them here and then explain to them that, okay, you've been on a journey here, but there's something beyond here that's even better. You know, you can actually create a reality in the next dimension or next step up. People call it heaven, whatever. There's something better. There's a there's more experiences waiting for you. Their vibration sometimes is so dense and there's there's such a mental confusion there because they are just basically consciousness in an energetic form that our job is to point them towards that next step up. And there's almost always loved ones on the other side uh, that are nearby, but they're just not aware of their vibration and their presence. So we're kind of like bridges um, between this vibrational state and the next. So our our mission is to investigate, of course, go into someone's home and determine if there actually is spirit activity occurring there. The second part of it is educate. So we not only educate our clients about what is happening, who is doing it, why they're doing it, but we also educate those spirit energies that we encounter as to their options, as to whether they can they have free will so they can stay if they want. But who would want to stay if there's something better, you know, around the, the next bend or through the next door? Now, then, when you say all this, you're assuming certain outcomes. You're assuming where they are, where they're going yes. and what their ultimate destination is. Now, of course, that, of course, basically relates to the religious conception of what our afterlife is, correct? No, I'm more what you would call, you know, I was raised uh, in a certain uh, religious dogma but i take a little bit from that i take a little bit from native american from buddhism from uh whatever to me it's a spiritual it's more of an awareness type thing rather than any kind of uh something that's been uh described in a religion per se to me there's uh this is a journey that never ends so i feel like there is something i mean in my experiences I've connected with my parents from the other side uh, through my medium friends who deliver messages that uh, information that's delivered that they could not possibly know. So that indicates to me that there is something beyond this and there is uh, an awareness and a consciousness that continues. It's not based on religion or anything like that. It's based more on the understanding that there is more to this just from the experiences that I've had being involved in this kind of work. But this brings up a question from one of our listeners, Farlig Goulstein. And we've covered a number of them already, I think, sort of in a roundabout way. But uh, when you were talking about your experience with the medium, he uh-huh. he's asking, so then how do each of you establish that you were receiving actual true information re- during communication? 
I mean, couldn't they deceive and provide false information about themselves in whatever way they like? So this one example was that the medium appeared to have information about you that they could not have known. So that's kind of one way. What other ways are there? Again, I have to go back to my own personal experiences and the readings that I've had with my friends who are mediums in this area. They just bring in information that feels right to me. That's the only way I can express it. I mean, I am able to tune into energy myself, too, and, and make, you know, discernments about it. So there's a feeling about it. You know, you might go into a room of people and you might see a certain person and you just, you know, you're totally off with that person or you might be totally attracted to that person. And over your lifetime, you learn to trust those kind of things. So that I think that's what goes on with me. You know, it's just a, it's a matter of a lifetime of experiences and being able to discern correctly. I don't know if that answers your question or not. Well, yeah, it sort of does. Uh, I mean, there's a, at least it's something. A lot of people go on their, on their, what they call their gut feeling or their instinct. Mm -hmm. And um, there's even some scientific evidence to back that in terms of neuroscience. It's not inconceivable that somehow intuitively or instinctually you're able to pick up whether or not you're being dealt with in a forthright way. Have you ever been deceived? Let's go into that final question about deceiving in our next segment. Gene and Randall and Stephen, you're in. The Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Do the letters IRS give you anxiety? I'm Dan Pilla. I've defended people from the IRS for more than 40 years. My book, How to Get Tax Amnesty, created the tax resolution industry and is responsible for helping hundreds of thousands of people. It can help you, too. If you're a non-filer or facing IRS enforcement right now, your case is unique. You need real help, not cookie-cutter advice. My clients get my personal attention. Buy my book at danpilla.com and get a free consultation directly with me. That's danpilla.com. Let's start solving your tax problem right now. This is George Dory from Coast to Coast AM and History Channel's Ancient Aliens. We support the amazing energy, nutrition, and skincare products from Jeunesse. Jeunesse products are designed by leading doctors in their field with natural ingredients and even stem cell technology. These products help your body perform and look better. Shop Jeunesse at GCNLife.com or call 1-844-443-6637. GCNLife.com or 844-443-6637. USA Radio News with John Hunt. Joe Biden, the apparent Democratic nominee for president, denied a former staffer's claim of sexual assault and called for the release of any potential records related to the allegation except those at the University of Delaware. No, it is not true. I'm saying unequivocally, it never, never happened. And it didn't. It never happened. In a written statement issued just before the interview, Biden called the allegations, quote, complicated and said women deserve to be treated with dignity and respect. Believing women means taking the woman's claim seriously when she steps forward and, and then vet it, look into it. 
this, this, that, that's true in this case as well. The former staffer, Tara Reid, has asserted in numerous media interviews that she's filed personnel complaints with the Senate alleging she faced harassment in Biden's office. This is USA Radio News. Mortgage rates have dropped 25%, the lowest mortgage rates in years. So maybe you should drop everything and call Zoom Refi. Refinance your home now and slash your mortgage payments. Take cash out and save maybe hundreds of dollars every month. Zoom Refi mortgage rates are super low. Zoom Refi closing costs are super low. And Zoom, we approve you right over the phone, even for no income check loans. Big drop in mortgage rates. Big opportunity for you to save money. Call Zoom Refi. Today, 888-291-9729, 888-291-9729. Save on mortgage payments, save on closing costs. Call Zoom Refi, 888-291-9729. Advertising by marketing entity Zoom Refi. Zoom Refi is not a bank or financial company. Calls and other inquiries may be forwarded to third-party lenders who are solely responsible for reviewing, approving, and servicing any loan. Zoom Refi is not affiliated with any state or federal agency and does not provide mortgage advice or help. No income check loans are for investment properties only, and income must be sufficient to service debt. Jacques Vallée, you're listening to the podcast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Okay, Randall has a further question as we continue talking to our guest this week, Stephen Williams. Go ahead, Randall. Right. This still is one from Farla Goulstein, one of our regular forum participants. And he was asking if you have ever been deceived by an entity or, uh, you know, messed around with in this tricksterish way that, that uh, you were talking about earlier. Yeah, momentarily. You know, like I said, there was one situation I can remember where we went into a business uh, in Midtown Memphis, and I was with a medium. And initially, this energy that we encountered there appeared to be a little girl. And as we focused in on the energy, it shifted, it changed, and all of a sudden there was this really tall, dark energy in its place. So I think when you're uh, sincere in doing this kind of work, and especially if you've been guided to do spirit rescue work, which is uh, very important work from what we've been told, I think that there are higher energetic uh, spiritual energies that are around you for not only for protection pur- purposes, but they also uh, give us a lot of guidance. Those those types of trickster energies, they're not really able to pull the wool over our eyes, you know. And also, you know, I've got the ability um, physically to feel that energy, so it's not like I have to um, to to rely on some kind of instrumentation. I think a lot of times when these paranormal groups go into sites. And they get interaction going on with their equipment, especially if they go into places like uh, prisons and insane asylums and those types of things, which seem to be really, really popular with these groups. I think a lot of times they're being messed with by a lot of low-level trickster-type, malevolent-type spirits to just get a real kick out of messing with them, you know? That's actually a really good point. I mean, you know, if we assume that there is some sort of uh, afterlife, 
why would the the entity in the afterlife necessarily be much different than they were while they were alive? They are good people, they're bad people. We can't assume that every spirit we come into contact with then, if if that's what they are, is going to be, you know, simply lost and good and looking for, you know, help from a good Samaritan. True. Uh, and yeah. so far like he asks further, like along these lines, uh, are there any non-human, well, he actually uses the word demonic, demonic entities that oppress humans. I mean, I imagine if you're doing this kind of work that you seem to feel, and that I get the impression of, to be on the side of good. You believe you're doing something to help, and if there is a side of light or a side of darkness, you come across to me as the kind of person who's trying to to work with the good people. Mm-hmm. and. I imagine equally there must be some negatives out there on the other side that are trying to pull these people away from you and and keep them here or sway them to the dark side. Have you ever run into anything like that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The craziest uh, cases I've ever worked in uh, are situations where people have done occult type activities. Uh, where they've used Ouija boards or done spells and that kind of thing. And, you know, what is a, a Ouija board other than just a uh, toy? It's basically a, a cardboard board and um, a plastic planchette. But the intent behind the use of that uh, tool is where the problem comes in. And I've had a couple of cases where uh, one in particular, I can remember a lady over in Arkansas, became obsessed with using a Ouija board and she would actually go home from work on her lunch break and do the Ouija board. And she drew in a, a dark spirit to her. She called me over there to work with her a couple of times. I spent the, the night in the house, but at one point she and I were in the house alone and this spirit did not, I don't think he possessed her, but he overshadowed her. It's almost like he, his energy uh, kind of took over her, her energy field or came into her energy field. And that entity actually spoke out loud to me uh, in a gravelly voice. And that was, that was quite uh, disturbing, but uh, you know, I just called in some assistance and it, it backed away. So what did it say? You know, I record every single uh, investigation I've ever done. So I've got thousands of recordings and I would have to go back and, and listen to it. But uh it was just, I was basically was saying, get out, leave me alone, that type of thing. So I don't feel like she was possessed. I just feel like she had kind of um, been overshadowed by the energy momentarily. And this brings us to Farlig's final question. What are the dangers of doing the work that you guys do, if any? I think if your intent is pure, if your uh, purpose is to go and try to help not only the homeowners, business owners that are having these disturbances in their homes, but also if you have the abilities and the intent to try to help these earthbound spirits to release. I feel like I am divinely protected. In the beginning, you know, as I read things on the internet back in 2002 or three, when there wasn't a whole lot of information, you always came across the St. Michael's prayer. You know, I used to say that prayer and I would wear crosses around my neck and this and that. But now it's just, I feel like I've done this for so long and I've never run into any kind of uh, hurtful situation where I felt threatened to the point where I was going to leave or something like that. 
So I feel like there's protection that's provided for people who are actually in the work for the right reason or not trying to get a TV show out of it or something like that. So I, I never worry about going anywhere. And also I can read the energy. So that's very you know helpful. Do you have a, any sort of a personal relationship with these protectors? And that doesn't go just for yourself, but also for your team. Do you get the sense that when you say you're being protected, that you've been assigned some people that are, or other spirits, entities on the other side that know what you do, and that when you guys go out to investigate something, that they are watching and they're with you? Absolutely. You know, we all have guides, and I feel like our loved ones are around us too at times, but in particular, we have a guide who is a Native American Hopi guide. He's actually Kayla's guide, and he's been with her since she's a child. And he works with all three of us. So she's able to hear what he says, and he's very, very helpful and give us information. Also warn us about things, you know, if there's something particular we need to pay attention to before we get to a site or while we're at a site. He works with us. I also have a Native American guide. Uh, Jennifer has, uh, she has several guides too. So yeah, I think we are assigned some, some assistance from the other side, especially when you get into spirit rescue work. And what's really interesting is we have a spirit rescue who works with us when she's a little girl. I was involved in her rescue back in 2007 in St. Augustine, Florida. Her name is Alice, and she will appear. She's about six years old. Uh, she was someone that I encountered down there when I met my friend Linda. Linda actually was the one who helped her cross and transition. But Alice started to show up around me at that point, and mediums would see her around me. And when we get into a situation where there's a child spirit in the house that we encounter and we need a little extra help, we'll, uh, she'll either show up just automatically or we'll call on her. And because she has such a purity and innocence of her energy, children's spirits are very comfortable and relaxed when she comes around. A lot of times I'll just go with her immediately and transition. And how long have you been working with Alice? Since about 2007. If you go to our website and look on the homepage, there's a little depiction of her. Uh, people, mediums that see her around me see a kind of a golden glow. So that's uh, a situation where she was earthbound. Uh, I told my friend Linda about her. Linda went the next night, helped her cross over, and then Alice started appearing around me. And then uh, she would show up at rescues. You're, you know, we were doing investigations when there were children there. So that's a, that's a, a situation where a rescue, act, uh, an earthbound rescue, actually became a rescue worker. So you know, we have to rescue cool. this time slot because we have to break for a moment. That was another bad, 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 bad segue. Stephen, Gene, and Randall, you're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. 
A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Houseflies defecate every four to five minutes, spreading diseases and germs. Protect your food and your health with Bug Assault, a miniaturized shotgun, which utilizes ordinary table salt as ammunition. Non-toxic, no batteries required, only $39.95. Use discount code GCN and get an extra 10% off your purchase at BugAssault.com. Fire your fly swatter. Get your Bug Assault today. Do you want to give you and your loved ones premium nutrition right now? Hi, I'm Jamel Bookaboo from TeamGaday.com and the GCN Longevity Health Team. Get your premium nutrition formulated by world-renowned naturopathic doctor, Dr. Joel Wallach at Wholesale, or also become a distributor and earn income while supporting this broadcast. Go to TeamGaday.com via the shopping cart or contact form, and I'll get back to you with support personally. That's TeamGaday.com with Longevity. TeamGaday.com. As you know, neighbors, web hosting can be pretty cheap, but not all hosting is the same. DreamHost wins best of awards year after year. You get unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, and even the low-cost plans put your sites on high-performance SSDs. Want to know more about what DreamHost has to offer? Go to technightowl.com slash host. Once again, that's technightowl.com slash host. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is Extendivite really works. Just listen to what Dr. Joe has to say. Hypertension runs in my family, unfortunately. I started having problems a number of years ago, and I had heard the commercials a number of times, and I personally do not like the idea of being on medication. <laughs> Even though I'm a physician, you would think, you know, that's our thing, but we just don't like it. So I, I figured, you know, I'll start the product, and I did, and I got to tell you, it does help. By the grace of God and that product, you know, my labs come back really good all the time, right on the money. I used to always have like cold toes in the winter time and I used to love going down to Florida for my medical conferences. But since I've been taking the product regularly, I don't have that problem anymore. You got a great product there, Don, and I just wanted to tell you how appreciative I am. Thank you so much. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extend Jake was in big trouble with the IRS. He owed how much? $92,000. Ouch. The IRS left no room for Jake to breathe. They put a lien on my house, took all the money out of my bank account, took money out of my paychecks. So it was a nightmare. He needed help fast. I figured that all these companies were the same until I called federal tax management. 
You could just tell they knew what they were talking about. Right then and there, I felt like I had some hope. Stop the liens, levies, and garnishments fast and qualify for one of several special IRS programs that could reduce or even eliminate your tax debt. So, how did it go for Jake? They did what they said they would do. They came through for me. I ended up saving an unbelievable amount. I was so jazzed. (laughs) I was extremely happy. If you owe more than $10,000 in back taxes... Take Jake's advice. Give federal tax management a phone call. If they help me, they can help anybody. Call the federal tax management hotline now. 800-503-8625. Hi, it's Grant Cameron from presidentialufo.com. You're listening to the Paracast the gold standard of paranormal radio. We almost thought in the previous segment that Randall had been taken from us by some kind of mysterious entity, but then he returned. It's Microsoft's fault. That's all. What happened to you in our last show? Remember that, Gene? You went all out right at the point when we said they're listening to us now. You had <laughs> you disappeared from the whole thing. We had to do that as well. Uh, this time, I, I don't know if you guys had heard me or not there, but I was asking the question, Stephen, if Alice has aged since 2007. No, she hasn't. Uh, I have encountered some spirits that I helped uh, rescue in a house in Memphis that did age. And we were told at one point that uh, children have the option when they cross over to grow up on the other side if they want to. So there was a house that I went into in Memphis in the Midtown area that had two child spirits. And it was the first time I worked with a new medium named Stephanie. And it was the first crossing that she had ever seen. And it was just a beautiful experience for her. She just bawled like a baby. Uh, when she described what she was seeing. But uh, that lady, uh, about seven or eight years later, just contacted me last year. She had bought a new house, a different house in, in the town area. She was having some activity, so we went over there, and I encountered two teenage spirits. We did, uh, Kayla and Jennifer and I. And it was those children. They had come from the previous house momentarily, I guess. They had crossed over, of course. They're older. They're maybe four, five, six years older. That was quite interesting. But Alice chooses to remain at the age that she's at, that she's currently at right now. Fast question here, which gets to be kind of grisly, but I guess we have to cover it. When you are in a situation where more than the normal number of people are dying, and we think about now with the coronavirus, even though certain people say we were victorious, a lot of people out there are no longer with us. Do you feel any different sorts of energy? What? Yeah, I've had a couple experiences with mass crossings. And one was at uh, Camp Sumter, which is in Andersonville, Georgia. That was a uh, Confederate POW camp during the Civil War. And I was down there with a... Uh, medium named Rebecca at the time we had been invited to go down in that area and do some investigations. And so we decided to uh, check out uh, Camp Sumter. And as we were walking through the battlefield, we had uh, the energy of a soldier, a young soldier approach us. And uh, we talked to him, did some counseling, listened to his story, and we connected him with a loved one from the other side. And as soon as he transitioned, 
I guess um, others around there saw that what was going on and they just started lining up behind him. So there was a long line of soldiers that also did a crossing. It was kind of like a mass crossing there. So it was a, it was a beautiful experience. It wasn't, you know, anything tragic or anything like that. It was quite uplifting. Yeah. That's gotta be one of the most amazing experiences to be able to do what you guys do on a consistent basis. I mean, after doing it for long enough, you would just become used to it, I imagine, just like, you know, people encountering, you know, maybe the the occasional thunderstorm or something. It might be a little out of the ordinary, but they no longer think of it as being something that is kind of way out there. Yeah, it's it's not paranormal for me more. It's, you know, it's quite normal. So I'll I will sometimes be shopping at Walmart or our local grocery store here. Um, and I will not be paying attention because I'm, I'm open all the time because I do spirit rescue work and I'm always available. A lot of mediums will shut down. Uh, they'll close off their, uh, chakras to where they're not receiving the information, but I stay open all the time. So I'll be walking through Walmart and all of a sudden I'll feel someone, you know, feel that tingling sensation. So I know that there's a spirit there who's following someone around, you know, it could be a loved one or just could be someone who's attracted to that person for some reason. So, you know, and um, last year, one time, Kayla and Jennifer and I were going over uh, on the other side of Nashville uh, to help with family. Normally, we only travel within a 150-mile radius of Memphis. Uh, that's about a two-hour drive uh, from Memphis. But there was a family that had some young children that were being traumatized by spirit activity over around Cookville, Tennessee. So that was a 600-mile round trip for us. But as we were driving down the interstate and crossing the Tennessee River on I-40, going about 75, uh, 70 miles an hour, I uh, felt a spirit uh, get in the car with us. It was a male. And so I alerted. Sometimes I'm the first one that feels the energy for some reason. I don't know why. But So I alerted uh, Jennifer and Kayla, and they both tuned in. They both opened up and tuned in. It was a, it was a guy from like the 1950s, and he had been searching for his mother. So I think what happens is when you're doing this kind of work and um, there's almost like a light that's around you, like you're a lighthouse in a sense. And if spirits are in this kind of dark gray area that they describe they're in uh, searching and they see a light, they're always going to go towards it. So I think he saw us somehow, got in the car with us. So we did some counseling with him and then uh, we connected him with his mother. I think she'd already she had always been around him. He just wasn't aware of it. So we were able to help him uh, shift his awareness to her energy to where he could perceive her. And then he was able to uh, combine their energies, were able to combine in a sense, and she was able to take him on with her. So, yeah, spirits are everywhere. and It's very normal for me. One of the things that we like to ask people who are into exploring the kind of work that you do, spirits, afterlives, ghost hunters, whatever you want to call them, um, is whether or not the locations or the places they go or the people that you deal with, the living people, have also had any other type of paranormal experience. For example, seeing a UFO or alien abduction, anything like that. Yeah, we come across that quite often. There's a gentleman over uh, in Jackson, Tennessee. 
that we went to his house twice. And he's probably one of the most uh, uh, gifted, uh, aware people that I've come across in these past 18 years. And he's had UFO experiences. In fact, they, uh, <laughs> they're over his house all the time. You know, uh, his friends uh, see it, and a lot of people have witnessed it. So he not only he's not only uh, in tune to that energy or, or there's some kind of connection between him and the ET type energies, but he's also attracts spirits to him. And um, he had a really interesting experience where he was alone in the house. He, you know, he'd had some things happen. They'd seen um, a little girl's handprints in this in the window that was steamed up in the in the bathroom at one point and heard her giggle and things like that so he was in the house alone and his cell phone rang and it was his number calling him and he picked it up and it was a little girl and she said uh hello and he said well who's this and he thought maybe it was some of his friends pranking him or something she said well we're the children who who are in your house and he said he thought to himself okay well i'm gonna we're going to we're going to get down, you know, and make sure that this is not somebody joking with me. So he went into a closet and turned the, you know, there's no light in there. And he held up three fingers and he said, well, what am I doing right now? And she said, you're holding up three fingers. <laughs> so this guy, I mean, he's he's really connected to the spirit world and to ETs and so forth. Or something strange is going on. That's for sure. Now, did I just hear you say he was called by his own number? Yes. Okay. So was this on a cell phone or a landline? Cell phone. Okay. Gene, you're the tech expert here. Is that even possible? What? Calling on a cell phone? Calling yourself on your cell phone? Calling yourself on a cell phone. I don't see how you can call yourself. And if you call yourself, it's it's like it's just going to give you an error tone or something. I'll do it if everybody wants me to test it right now. Here, I'll try to call myself. Let's see what it does right now. I have my iPhone, and I'm going to call myself here, okay? So I am now dialing my number. You hear that? Okay. And let's see what it does, okay? See, what does normally is, okay, what you're hearing there is what you would expect, which is when you call your own number, it's calling your own voicemail. Right. And the next step, therefore, is to enter your password. So that's true with a lot of phone systems. It's not just my mobile phone. I think any phone with a standard configuration would be that way. You get your, that's how you call up your voicemail. Right. You're not going to get a ringtone. And it's no. not going to be the number. It's not going to come up as, you know, call from Gene. Right. No, I've got that, too. It's called Google Voice. But we got more to come with Gene, Randall and Stephen. You're in the Paracast. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. 
And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Hey folks, Tom D. for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, ghosts, zombies, UFOs, crop circles, and more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you, people who seek a little more than the other dating services offer. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com, and if you decide you like it and you want to connect with others, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. So many people want to share their experiences with the paranormal, the afterlife, the unusual, and this is the place to meet and share common interests with those of like minds. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com. That's ParanormalDate.com. Use the code word GEORGE and start meeting others. Get going now and connect with someone you like. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. What I just said there, some of our listeners may not understand what I'm talking about. Google Voice. Google Voice, it's like having a concierge or a voice assistant. So you set the thing up and you can literally port your number to them, but then you're paying for it. It's free. Just as a kind of a call forwarding service, somebody calls your Google Voice number and you get the call. It says call from and then the person who is calling you will enter their name or say who they are. And then you have the option to either accept the call with number one or number two. It goes to voicemail. There's no number three. Get rid of them. But whatever. That's how it works. So I don't understand how you could possibly call yourself on your own phone. That's just me. Could you conceivably call Google, uh, this Google voice thing and, and then have it call you back on your own? Yeah, that's where it would call you. And then it'd be like call waiting. You would have to tap the receiver or tap the button on your phone to pick up the other line. That's call waiting. Okay. Right. So, okay. So could you get conceivably get a phone call like from your reminder service? on your phone from your own number or would it say google voice calling or reminder service they would call your phone because the reminder service is not on your phone right so they but it wouldn't call from your number it would call from something else right probably so, that's how i think about it that's we're trying to get the logistics of something here but if we're dealing with something that is technically beyond our normal reality why would it matter therefore well, it reality would go out the window the I mean, we know how digital systems work. They're binary codes and microchips. You don't, those numbers on the screen don't display unless all of those circuits are displaying and hooked up to make those letters and numbers happen. It's just not possible. How 
Stephen. Can we explain that? Have you got any ideas? The only thing I can tell you is that spirits can manipulate energy and affect their environment. So in that same house, as we finished our investigation, we were all sitting in the living room talking. And all of a sudden, out of midair, a penny dropped onto Kayla's lap. And so that was an apport. You know, that was something that was materialized out of thin air. So I have no explanation for how they do it other than they can. They're an energetic form and they understand how to manipulate energy. And I don't I don't I don't know the process, but I've seen I've seen other instances where apports have appeared and things have been moved in houses and that type of thing. So I don't know how they do it, but yeah, I I can sort of see something like, you know, moving furniture around. I could even imagine something, you know, seemingly dropping out of thin air. I can kind of conceive how that might be done. But hacking a cell phone Well, from the other side, like, (laughs) you know, to be fair to everybody here, we're dealing with paranormal phenomena. We're dealing with something that is outside of our reality. In which case, what we presume to be the laws of physics, what we presume to be our reality doesn't apply. So I suppose anything can happen. I mean, if we can have a ghost, if it is really the spirit of a dead person, well, we assume they can do things that are beyond our conception of reality. But it doesn't mean I believe in ghosts. The thing is, this isn't the first time we've heard of this either. I'm pretty sure we've had another, we've had several people who are into, um, exploring ghosts and afterlives on and and this year i've heard that before as well they've got a call on their phone from their own number and so this has become a little bit more curious well you uh, know you can also randall hack the phone the phone caller id can be hacked easily it's a very common technique used with robocallers people trying to call you up They want you to accept the call because most people get a call from a number they don't recognize. They won't answer or they'll pick it up and hang up. But what they do, these robocallers, is they will pick and exchange a area code and exchange near one that's close to yours. So already you think it may be something that you should accept or at least consider. So sure, if we can do that electronically, fake a caller ID, well, then that's different. Well, I guess look at Snowden. He says you think, you know, they can hack your camera and listen too. So, I mean, if the guy goes into the closet with his phone and they're hacking the camera. Then again, if you watch a lot of these TV shows, especially ones with the computer nerd of the week, this is a common trope in some TV shows where you have a computer nerd. Quite often, he's a reformed hacker. And he will do things in two seconds that no normal computer expert could do in a week or a month or a year. I mean, I remember, i give you one example as we progress into the possibility of digital trickery here. In the movie True Lies, which is, what, 1990 or something, the Arnold Schwarzenegger film. And he plays a spy. And Jamie Lee Curtis is his unknowing wife. And he works for a super secret agency where they have the computer hacker saying, hey, this is encrypted. It will take me a couple of minutes to break through it. Oh, yeah. Well, the film's only two (laughs) hours. You got to do something pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. Interesting. (laughs) Well, oh, yeah. You know, I'm not saying, okay, because, you know, I sound I might sound skeptical that I'm saying, you know, that it's not happening or the guy's fabricating a story. 
that strange things do happen with technology. And it, it just kind of fascinates me when it comes to to something like a cell phone because of the kind of technology that we're dealing with. I mean, it's no longer simply, you know, the, the wind up robot is suddenly, you know, going across the floor, the TV turns on by itself, that kind of thing, you know, the, right, right. this is taking that phenomena to a whole new level. You know, we've heard of batteries going dead quite regularly. Has, does, has that happened to you guys? Well, I don't really use a whole lot of equipment. I take one EMF meter in with me in a, in a, digital audio recorder because I always record every investigation, just have a record of it. But the reason I take the EMF meters in is because sometimes we run into a situation where there's bad wiring in a house. Uh, There's massive amounts of EMF from that or from maybe transmission lines. We had one house where the transmission line was literally in the backyard. and, And it was interesting because when the three of us worked in there, we immediately had like massive headaches and Kayla and Jennifer were like dampened. They couldn't pick up on anything hardly. So we, at one point we asked our guides to make some kind of adjustments to where we could work in that environment. But I had that EMF meter with me. And in fact, there's a little video I put on my website, our website or Facebook page, I think, and uh, showing that situation. So it was off to scale. And the poor lady that was living in the house, she was being bombarded by that, by that, um, energy that was being generated from those transmission lines. So, yeah, check for that. And then occasionally spirits will interact. Like um, I've had situations early on when I didn't have my uh, clairsentience developed as fully as I do now, where I would get some interaction between um, a spirit and the equipment. But what I found that when there's uh, competent mediums, involved in a, a situation on site the spirit energies won't won't mess with the equipment they won't waste their time rather with equipment because you know it's easier for them to communicate with the medium so we don't have a whole lot of interaction with equipment and i don't take anything the the things i take in there i can hold one in my right hand one in my left hand and uh, a lot of times i'll even let the client carry the emf meter around so they feel like they're more involved in the process because we really don't need them. What about cameras? You know, it's so rare to capture anything um, in a photo that's genuine. Uh, I've got three pictures on our website that I feel are gen- genuine spirit energy photos. Because when I took the photos, uh, there was a medium involved um, in that situation that was either telling me to take the photo or was having an experience. So um, there was kind of some corroborating uh, evidence that was taking place at the same time. But in my experience, I've seen, well, when I saw that little girl uh, run across the doorway in the house that night, I didn't have a camera with me, of course. The other time I've seen a full-bodied apparition was in an antebellum home in Bolivar, Tennessee, which is a little town east of Memphis. We've got more to come with Stephen, okay. Gene, and Randall. You're in the Paracast. We also have swag. You know, we have all these exclusive Paracast things that you can buy. We've got like, I guess, 60 or so different items. And entails t-shirts, sleeves for notebook computers, iPad cases, mouse pads, the Paracast jumbo tote bag, 
all sorts of T-shirts and jackets and stuff like that for men and women. We have a Paracast aluminum water bottle. All this stuff, you go to store.theparacast.com, store.theparacast.com. What makes it special is that the items are the best quality, you know, great T-shirts, fabrics, and they have our official logo on them. That's what makes them special in multiple sizes and colors. We even have stuff for children, stuff for women, stuff for men. We have all sorts of sizes, like small up to X large. A lot of good stuff. That's the swag from the Paracast. You go to store.theparacast.com, stop by, and take a shopping tour. You know what's really smart? Wash your hands frequently, practice social distancing, and stay home if told to do so. You know what's really dumb? To ignore your immune system. Right now, more than ever, your health depends on a strong immune system. The experts at Immunicorp will give you their seven-step guide to immunity for life, free. Why? Because we want you to be smart and healthy. Simply call 800-446-3063 or click immunityforlife.com. Immunocorp has been producing the world's leading immune system products for more than two decades. To get your free seven-step guide to immunity for life, call 800-446-3063. 800-446-3063. Be smart. Don't ignore your immune system. Your life depends on it. Call 800-446-3063 or click immunityforlife.com. Immunityforlife.com. This is Fred. Uh, hi, I'm Fred. Fred's a repeater. I tend to repeat. Fred has a business. I do have a business. And a problem. Fred repeats the same tired advertising over and over, and now it doesn't work. Over and over. But Fred is about to see a vision. I'm seeing a vision. Advertising on the Genesis Communications Network is the smart way for Fred to reach his potential customers with the most affordable national advertising rates, period. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just email advertise at GCNlive.com. Would you like to get back that full head of hair from years past? Introducing Reveal from GCNLife.com. Beverly Hills dermatologist Dr. Nathan Newman invented Reveal, which contains polypeptides with natural botanicals and no parabens, sulfates, silicones, or dyes for a salon-quality hair growth product. Reveal. Here's Dr. Newman. I have treated a lot of patients who lose their hair and they lose their confidence. We've created a unique set of polypeptides, which we call HPT6. The HPT6 contains the polypeptides from six different plants. The scalp infusion treatment should be used on wet or dry scalp. The Reveal Hair Care System is designed to be used for men and women alike. Get Reveal at GCNLife.com with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So try Reveal today at GCNLife.com or 844-443-6637. Plus a discount up to 25% off for Reveal at GCNLife.com or 844-443-6637. We've all seen and perhaps use the alcohol-based hand sanitizers. Have you noticed how it dries your skin and as soon as the alcohol evaporates, it's no longer effective? GCNteam.com has alcohol-free antibacterial soap and foam meeting or exceeding all requirements set forth by the United States Food and Drug Administration. Come to GCNteam.com keyword antibacterial or call 877-878-4203. 
We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. I guess we didn't cover this really. You have a family at home that puts up with your ghost hunting or your spiritual renewals and everything? No, actually, my daughter is in California, and I'm divorced, so I don't bug anybody with any of this stuff. I'm, oh, I'm a lots bachelor. of free time. <laughs> I'm a bachelor, so I can come and go as I please, and uh, I do have uh, other activities uh, other than my, my jobs. I also have a development circle that I formed at the first of the year, so Kayla and Jennifer are both in that circle. So it's a practice circle. We do readings uh, on each other. There's some other friends that or mediums in this area that are also in the circle. So we'll meet a couple of times in, um, during the month and do exercises and practice to try to develop our abilities even further. So, you know, there's other things too that I'm involved in, but mostly it's kind of centered around this work. Just before the break there, you mentioned that you do have three photographs on the MemphisGhostInvestigations.com website. You know, a couple of them look to me like they could be some sort of artifact, but who knows for sure. But there is another one, the very first one. This is at an Antiques and Collectibles uh, shop, it looks like. It mm-hmm. looks like an older building. It's got five steps up to a, a, a deck. And, and just at the deck where you're entering in, there's this orb. It looks like a white colored perfectly circular orb sitting there very distinct i mean not just a blurry kind of you know maybe fuzzy area or something that you know someone might say oh you know that's just a flash artifact this looks quite different what you took that picture i did and did you you see that thing before you took the picture no but you know who you're looking at right there you're looking at alice manifested it in spirit energy form. Oh. So I had <laughs> I had uh, encountered Alice in July of 2007 when I was on a family vacation. I had that I didn't tell you about my experience today. Uh, so I stopped at the, that little driveway that's to the left of that house you're looking at in that picture. My daughter and I were riding bicycles and I I had this urge that I should stop there, and I had an EMF meter with me, and that was really my first uh, major psychic experience I ever had. So I knew there was a little girl there. I knew what she looked like. Uh, she was wearing a blue dress. She had blonde hair. Her name was Alice, and I would make these statements uh, to her. I would say, you're a little girl, right? And she would answer with my meter. She'd make it light up and sound off. So I knew she was there. And then I came back in September of that same year to speak at a conference down there. So, you know, the first place I went when I got back down there, I went to that house and I took the meter with me and she started interacting with me again. That's when I snapped that picture. So that was a picture of her spirit energy before she crossed over because I told Linda, I had met Linda the next night after I took that photo, told her about Alice. She went back the following night and crossed helped her cross over. And so that's when she started appearing around me. So that's actually Alice, I believe. So the camera could pick that up, but yep. you, you weren't, weren't able to see her yourself. No, I, I could sense her. I mean, I could see her in my mind's eye. I knew exactly what she looked like, but I didn't see her as an orb of energy. Now I have seen those. 
I've actually seen uh, actual physically seen orbs of light in houses before. They're usually small. They're usually about the size of uh, a marble, maybe a little larger, and they'll they'll kind of shoot through an area uh, real quickly. So I've seen that before. Now the the next one here, this it's in a it looks like it's in a cemetery, a graveyard somewhere. It is, yeah. So the, did, now, did you see any of these before the the pictures were developed or shown to you? Were these digital cameras or film cameras? The first one of Alice was a digital camera. That um, the other one that you're talking about there is uh, was a Polaroid because okay. I had read at one point that Polaroid was a very sensitive medium for. Uh, capturing spirit energy. So those two ladies that are shown in that photo, that's Shelly Sullivan and Michelle King. Those were the two ladies who uh, co-founded the Ghost Stalkers of West Tennessee. And early on, we would just go to cemeteries because we just didn't have a lot of um, you know residential work at that time. So we were at a cemetery that they had heard about. And Michelle was developing as a medium. And so there was a an angry spirit there, and I think she's touching a, a tombstone or something. So he was basically harassing her at that point, and he was smoking or anything like that. So, still there? Oh yeah, I was. Okay. I thought but for a second I thought you guys dropped off there again because, yeah, you this, were saying that. Yeah, this uh, happens a lot when I do interviews. There's a lot, usually a lot of spirit interference. So. <laughs> Don't be shocked if it happens. Yeah, right. Right after you said uh, that this um, this energy seemed to be harassing her, uh, you were gone. I don't know if you stopped talking there or actually did. Uh, or I heard continuing some to- noise, some beeping noise, or something going on. Oh, okay, after yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, it got so it got so uh, intense that we had to all leave, um, and that energy actually kind of chased us for a little while in the car. Really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, then so very, it was an older man. He was really upset. He was angry that we were there. Nasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then the third one, this looks like it's also outside. In a, it looks like an old building, at least a hundred years old by the looks of it. Yeah. That that's an interesting photo because um, when we were down, when I was down in uh, Georgia and we went to uh, Andersonville, we had I had read, you know, of course, when I'm in an area, I always try to go to as many places around as I can that have a history. That house is the house that Jimmy and Ros- Rosalind Carter, uh, President Carter, when they were newlyweds, they lived in that house. And uh, Rosalind would see a lady dressed in white come from the woods uh, and walk up towards the house and she'd disappear, if I remember the story correctly. So anyway, we stopped there and pulled into the uh, driveway, and I was with a, a different medium at that point, and she's extremely gifted and uh, very clairvoyant. So at one point, she said, there's a lady who's who's walking off of the porch. Take a picture. And that's when I took that picture. So I feel like that's the energy of the uh, lady in white that Rosalind would see. Something going gotcha. on there. Yeah. Interesting. So that's not a flash picture either. That's just that's just a, a regular photo. So okay, so you guys are are have got a, a little group going. You've got some experience. You've gone out. You've all experienced some some things that are um, say beyond the normal, the paranormal. It, it, it very, at the very least, mm-hmm. um, people can get a hold of you on your website. 
at memphisghostinvestigations.com. There's, you've got a number there. Uh, mm-hmm. do you, and uh, do you charge anything to come out to look at people's houses or, 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 or look into their cases? We'll go into their case any- philosophy and get the answer to that question in yeah. the next segment. Okay. The reason we have to rush like that is because we have this clock on the wall. And it's all done by computer. It's all digital. And there are no ghosts involved in okay. setting up these commercial announcements that I know about, Stephen Williams. Gene Steinberg, J. Randall Murphy, two more segments. You're in. The Paracast. listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Frustrated trying to get business capital? Want to take the slow process and rejection out of the equation? GCNloans.com removes the slow, irritating approval process. Instead, get quick, simple funding. Powered by David Allen Capital, 80% of our pre-qualified clients are approved in days. Pre-qualify at GCNloans.com and get your money this week. It's that easy. GCNloans.com. That's GCNloans.com. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right. We cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. USA Radio News with John Hunt. Joe Biden, the apparent Democratic nominee for president, denied a former staffer's claim of sexual assault and called for the release of any potential records related to the allegation except those at the University of Delaware. No, it is not true. I'm saying unequivocally, it never, never happened. And it didn't. It never happened. In a written statement issued just before the interview, Biden called the allegations, quote, complicated and said women deserve to be treated with dignity and respect. Believing women means taking the woman's claim seriously when she steps forward and, and then vet it, look into it. This, this, that, that's true in this case as well. The former staffer, Tara Reid, has asserted in numerous media interviews that she's filed personnel complaints with the Senate alleging she faced harassment in Biden's office. This is USA Radio News. If you have diabetes and you're on Medicare, Medicaid, or have private insurance, you may qualify for a new continuous glucose monitor. Managing your diabetes is crucial to your health. The new CGM can automatically and easily help you manage your diabetes more effectively. And by using a CGM, you can eliminate the one thing most people with diabetes dislike the most, finger sticks. Now you can automatically manage your diabetes and end the painful finger sticks. Solara Medical Supplies makes it simple for you to have a new CGM. We'll do all the insurance paperwork for you and deliver the newest in diabetic care technology right to your door. 
Take charge of your diabetes today with the help of a new continuous glucose monitor. Call now to learn more. 800-547-5331-800-547-5331-800-547-5331. That's 800-547-5331. Screenwriter, producer, you're listening to Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. As we proceed, Randall, I kind of had to catch you two in the middle of a question because the spirits beyond of the commercial break had interrupted us. Go ahead. Yeah, we were just actually just before the break there, just actually talking a bit about the money. There are people that do charge a bit for their services or for their courses. And is this a business for you guys or how is it that you guys support yourselves while you're doing this? No, it's we view it as service work in all the 18 years that I've been involved in paranormal investigation and spirit rescue. I've never taken a penny for any of it. All the money, the travel money, everything comes right out of my pocket. A lot of times people will try to pay you. Uh, you know, they're so extremely grateful after you put an end to this disturbances that they're having there or just to get some answers and, you know, some guidance. So what we always ask them to do, if they want to express their gratitude, we ask them to uh, make a donation uh, to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, which is our favorite charity is right here in our hometown of Memphis, Tennessee. They can either just make it anonymously or they could do it in our name. It doesn't really matter to us. So a lot of times they'll do that. They'll you know, make a little donation to St. G, which is great. We also have a, some T-shirts on our website. There's a, a little link down at the bottom of every page where we do a, a fundraiser thing for St. Jude. We don't get any money from those T-shirt sales. It goes directly to St. Jude. That's another way we try to support that charity. Well, I really respect that. That's pretty cool. What can you tell our listeners to look out for if they're thinking of getting this kind of investigation done and you guys aren't available because, you know, they're in a different part of the country? You know, how do you pick out a reputable ghost rescuer, spirit clearer, clairvoyant, sentient person? (laughs) What credentials? That's a tough call. When I got involved, it was in 2002. That was two years before TAPS started on Sci-Fi and all the other shows that followed after that. So now there's just so many paranormal enthusiasts that will put up a little Facebook page and claim to be paranormal investigators. And they're, I think a lot of these groups are, are maybe out for the chills and thrills and to want to experience something. So I don't know. It's kind of hard to find someone. I would do a lot of research and, and see if the, the group has been around for a long time. Usually those are the more established groups that have you know done the work for a long time and have a lot of experience. One thing that still kind of pains my heart is that many of these groups, still the ones that have even been working for a long time, they will go into a person's home um, and their primary objective is to collect evidence, which is fine. I mean, it it validates to the homeowner that something is going on, but uh, it doesn't really affect any kind of positive change other than that, uh, especially in terms of the disturbances. 
that are going on there. Because if there is a spirit, in my experience, if there's a spirit or two or whatever in a house, the reason they're doing those things is they're trying to get someone's attention because they need help and they don't know where to go, uh, how to escape from the situation they found themselves in. So I think, uh, I think there's, if there's groups that use mediums, I think that's a really good thing because usually those people are more perceptive and a lot of times they're able to communicate with whoever's there and find out why they're there. And then if they're, they have any kind of knowledge about uh, transitioning spirits, then they can, you know, they can affect that positive change, which is really the most important thing. But there's no sort of um, paranormal services registry where people can get uh, a paranormal no. investigator certificate that is no, no, no. So- is- somehow recognized. You know, <laughs> no, no. I think you know, um, it's just a matter. Of- of different levels of experience. And there, there are some sites if you search around for ghost hunters listing or paranormal investigators listing, you're going to find sites, a couple of sites on online where people have offered a service where different groups can put their information in, but you don't know who you're getting through those services. So yeah, it's kind of a trial and error thing. There are some uh, groups in our area, uh, in Tennessee and Arkansas and Mississippi, that I respect. Uh, But the ones that I really admire the most these days are the ones that are doing rescue work. In particular, there's a a rescue medium, spiritual medium up in New Hampshire. Her name is Amy Major, and she's written two books on spirit rescue. One's called Toward the Light, and one's called uh, Light the Way. So if anyone's really interested in exploring the concept of spirit rescue and how it works and how she, her methods, uh, she's written those two books. They're on Amazon. I'm actually working on a book right now about halfway through with it, which will be my perspective on spirit rescue and how to do it. Welcome to the Club of Book Writing. Keep us posted as it goes. Okay. Fast question here, though. We're in different parts of the world. We have listeners all across the world, Australia, everywhere. Mm-hmm. We haven't talked to anybody from China yet. But you never know what's going to happen. All right. I live in some other place. I'm looking for the local person involved in looking into the ghost situation or the spirit rescue. But how do I know I can find somebody who knows what they're doing if there's no real registry or way of testing to see that a person knows what they're doing and can do something to help me? I mean, you can just hang out your shingle and say, I'm the one. Yeah, it's it's a it's a tough proposition there to find someone. Do you, you probably do you network with other groups or like-minded groups at all uh, in your area? And uh, so I'm I'm trying to look at websites and see if um, you know see if they're uh, fairly decent-looking websites if they're not all weird. You know, I don't want anybody like that. Uh, and also look at their credentials and how many investigations they've done, that type of thing. And if they're uh, leaning towards rescue work or anything like that, those are the ones that I'm going to gravitate towards and try to maybe recommend on our site. So I'm in the process of maybe kind of compiling one at this point. But there's really there's really no um, directory anywhere uh, that I know of. Uh, the one thing that we do, and we're starting to do a little bit more of this, is we can work remotely. Especially Jennifer has actually helped some uh, clients over in East Tennessee and 
uh, one in Oklahoma, just over the phone. So she's able to read the energy. She doesn't really have to be on site and she can get on a phone call with someone and tell who's at that location and affect a positive change and also do kind of some clearing work there. So she's very busy right now. So it's a service we don't advertise or, or uh, offer that much, but occasionally if it's you know, an extreme situation, we'll, we'll uh, offer that to the client if we can't find someone to refer them to in their area. Right. That sounds like a positive way to go. Uh, before the last break there, uh, you got talking a bit about taking an EMF meter in it and measuring to make sure that you don't have uh, a lot of EM interference going on in the place where you're investigating and that uh, you and your team are quite sensitive to it. And uh, personally, although there are skeptics that say that there is really nothing to that, uh, I do believe that it affects me. I don't have uh, wireless routers in my house. I don't use a cell phone. And I've met a lot of people who feel the same way. Uh, There's some science behind it to support it. Maybe not as much as the skeptics would like, but I think there is something to it. And when we had on our show, Brian Bonner from Rocky Mountain Paranormal, who is someone I think you would like to network with. Uh, mm-hmm. He talked about a case where they went in and had a similar situation to what you did, where uh, you were saying that there were some heavy power lines. Well, apparently in the one location they were at, there was a cell tower. And- you know, folks, we got a break and one more segment to spend with Stephen Williams. You know, maybe we should be doing the networking here. We have so many fascinating guests. We have Kevin Killen, who had a lifetime of ghost and apparition experiences. Brian Bonner, as you mentioned. Of course, Stephen. Hmm. Possibilities. More to come with James, Stephen, and Randall. You're in. The Paracast. listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Hi, this is Tracy Torme, screenwriter, producer, listening to Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. With Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First game attack. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. 
It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but soon you'll need a plan and place to survive. Forget bunkers. You're not a live underground gopher. You need survivalist camps, the ultimate fully functional off-the-grid mobile survival bug outhouse that's well-equipped and custom-built to outlast any other RV or trailer. Bold statement? You bet. See them now at survivalistcamps.com. That's survivalistcamps.com. Trust your family's survival to survivalistcamps.com. Would you like to get back that full head of hair from years past? Now, there is Reveal. Beverly Hills celebrity dermatologist Dr. Nathan Newman took nearly a decade to develop Reveal from natural botanicals to return to a full-body head of hair. Reveal for men and women with a 30-day money-back guarantee at GCNLife.com or toll-free 844-443-6637. 844-443-6637. Reveal at GCNLife.com. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. Jake was in big trouble with the IRS. He owed how much? $92,000. Ouch. The IRS left no room for Jake to breathe. They put a lien on my house, took all the money out of my bank account, took money out of my paychecks. So it was a nightmare. He needed help fast. I figured that all these companies were the same until I called federal tax management. You could just tell they knew what they were talking about. Right then and there, I felt like I had some hope. Stop the liens, levies, and garnishments fast and qualify for one of several special IRS programs that could reduce or even eliminate your tax debt. So, how did it go for Jake? They did what they said they would do. They came through for me. I ended up saving an unbelievable amount. I was so jazzed. I was extremely happy. If you owe more than $10,000 in back taxes, take Jake's advice. Give federal tax management a phone call. If they help me, they can help anybody. Call the federal tax management hotline now 800-503-8625 hi this is bryce abel i'm the producer of dark skies the co-author of ad after disclosure and you are listening to the paracast the gold standard of paranormal radio We could do some kind of virtual event because, you know, physical events are no longer really happening as they used to, particularly now that we have 
the virus that some people believe has already been solved and it didn't happen. But for those who believe it did, or maybe had some personal experience with friends and family members, maybe we can do something virtually, like get a whole bunch of people. Hey, I think that's not a bad idea, Gene, actually, because for starters, we do try to take a sensible approach to it. We're not just simply wide-eyed believers. We we do ask questions that make people think more about what's going on and, and hopefully lead people to question and look for explanations. Just before the break there, we were talking about Brian Bonner from Rocky Mountain Paranormal, who on one of their investigations discovered that there was a cell tower just outside the wall of one of, of their clients. And they concluded that it was actually causing their person that they were dealing with to have these hallucinations that they were describing about creatures in their room at night. You know, these things do happen. You know, how are we supposed to, I guess, then, if that's the case, if if these types of experiences can be brought on by some sort of EM radiation, how do we know that they're actually, say, people in the afterlife instead of some sort of electromagnetic phenomena that we just don't understand? I don't have an answer to that. All I know is that when I've had communication with my loved ones from the other side, my parents and other people uh, that I've known, you know, the information that comes through is very personal. It's something that I can validate when I hear it. Other than the obvious explanation, which feels right. To me. Again, it feels right to me. It's kind of an intuitive thing. You know, that's my take on it. So I don't know. I mean, there could be an argument for what you're talking about there, too. Well, that's at least, you know, open minded enough, you know, to consider that there could be alternate explanations. Sure. And at least you also do make an effort to try to look for alternate explanations, I assume. So maybe you know, just before we close uh, in our last segment here, uh, you could tell us maybe about a couple of those where you've discovered that, you know, you've gone in, there really wasn't anything there, but you were able to determine that the person did experience something, but it wasn't what you thought it was. Yeah. Last year, I had to make a trip over in the Nashville area, and Kayla and Jennifer were not able to go with me on that particular investigation. There was a, a client there that had a lot of claims, made a lot of claims. Uh, went into the house. I did pick up on two spirit energies there, but she was claiming that there were a lot of energies there. And that she was seeing faces come come out from the wall and this and that, which, you know, I went to the spot where she described all this. I didn't see anything. I didn't feel anything. So I, I felt certain that that was either an embellishment or she was having, you know, some kind of experience that wasn't valid. So when I went through the house with the meter just to be sure, you know, that there was any wiring issue or anything like that, her bed was right up against the power source for the house where the power came into the house to the big cable. Right, the transformer? Yes, sir. She was basically, her head was in a a massive EMF field every night. You know, I told her, I said, you know, you need to either get out of this room and move your bedroom to another room in the house or at least move your bed away from this area. And I think that was really affecting her to a certain extent. Now, there there was some energy in the house. She'd had some experiences, but... It was expanding it for her in a sense or confusing her to where maybe she thought there was more going on that was than really was happening there. Yeah, that was just one in particular I remember. 
Very interesting. Uh, I find this relationship between EM and the phenomena to be, I'd say, more than coincidental. Oh, there's definitely a correlation. That's the main reason I take those meters in there. If we feel something, for some reason, we're blocked, uh, I know that there's usually some kind of EMF cause for that. You know, I want to check and see where it's coming from. You know, some of these older houses have such terrible wiring in them that uh, we want to eliminate that as um, you know possibility for these people having multiple experiences or more you know more things that they feel like is going on that really is have you got any uh, upcoming investigations that are scheduled on your calendar well we do have two we're supposed to go to these two houses one's over in arkansas and one's uh, in a little town north of here and we were supposed to go of course this month but you know, we're on lockdown here until monday and they're going to start phasing, phasing us in over uh, three different phases. So we've got one scheduled on May 15th and one on the 22nd, which involves some travel. And, of course, we want to be safe ourselves as we're traveling together. Jennifer has uh, some autoimmune uh, issues, so we want to be sure she's safe and not expose her to anything until this is passed, you know, pretty much. So we may have to even, you know, move those investigations beyond that date. But those are coming up, and we're excited about that to get back out in the field and, you know, start helping people again. I like the idea of you guys saying that you want to maybe do some some remote sessions mm-hmm. with people. Because so many businesses are doing that now. They're having to switch to making it online. And at least it's a possibility. I mean, before the Internet, what were people supposed to do? They would just have to huddle down in their houses and shelter in and hope that it, you know, it passed quick enough before all the, you know, their money and their bank ran out. At least the Internet now can facilitate people, I guess, connecting with people virtually is better than not at all. Mm hmm. That's right. It's a good source of uh, communication. Right. And back at the beginning of the show, you were even saying that you are able to do that. You can get a sense Mm -hmm. of people. I've got to ask you, do you get a sense that Gene and I are okay, Or are we (laughs) are we the bad guys here? It's against universal law to read or to read a person without their permission. So I'm not tuning into you guys specifically or your energy. But if you had someone hanging out there with you. If I really paid attention and focused and tuned in, if you had a spirit in the house, maybe your your uh, great grandmother was visiting or something in spirit form. Yeah, I'd be able to pick up on that. Maybe we'll have you come back on our premium show. We've made a few forays into dealing with people who were psychics. And the experiences, I'll be blunt about it, have been mixed with regard to me. Now, it okay. may just be me. I may be the wrong person. And you may listen to me and say, you know, this guy doesn't believe in anything. He's a loser. Forget about him. But on the other hand, maybe things will happen. Stephen Williams, it's been fun talking with you. And I kind of hope we can have you come back and maybe bring Kayla back when she's feeling better and we can try some other things. Tell our listeners if they're curious more about the work you do, where do they go to find more? Okay, we have a website that's Memphis Ghost Investigations, that's plural, dot com. They can also reach us through memphisspiritrescue.com, which will direct to that other website. We're on Facebook. You can find us by searching for Memphis Ghost Investigations and Spirit Rescue. And then you can call us. The number is 901-877-8406. And he won't be called by his own number with somebody spoofing his caller ID. 
<laughs> I promise you. You can find us on Twitter. Look for the Paracast. Look for a couple of Paracast fan clubs, communities, whatever the heck they are, on Facebook. We also have branded merchandise for the Paracasts, different logos, including a great one that Randall did. Four different sets of branded merchandise. If you go to the Paracast.shop, that's S-H-O-P, just like it sounds, the Paracast.shop. We also have the Paracast Plus, which is the very, very best way to enjoy this show and our companion show after the Paracast exclusively available to those who subscribe to the Paracast Plus. And certainly as a result of the coronavirus, we have slashed prices to the bone, 40% and more. For subscriptions to the Paracast Plus, go to theparacast.plus, P-L-U-S, theparacast.plus. For more information, you get the After the Paracast podcast with lots of exclusive content, fascinating interviews we had For a while, we had the latest UFO sighting updates. I mean, really fascinating, and you never know what's going to happen. We also offer a version of this show that is freed, speaking of freeing people, freed of the network ads with better quality audio. For more information on the Paracast Plus, go to theparacast.plus, theparacast.plus. Stephen Williams, I really thank you for writing us that you existed, and we're glad to have you on the show. We look forward to hearing from you again in the future. I appreciate it so much uh, to be able to share some of my experiences with your listeners and to inform people about Spirit Rescue. It's my passion. Featuring Gene Steinberg is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in The Paracast.